So here's a question. In a world that keeps moving faster and faster, how do women leaders like us, women who want to make an impact in the world through our career or business and not sacrifice our home life, how do we create balance and fulfillment in our lives, both at work and at home, without facing burnout or constantly feeling like we're chasing an impossible dream? That's the question, and this show explores the answers. Welcome to the Selfless Syndrome Show. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, and I'm on a mission to help women leaders break through burnout so that they can build the life and body they are worthy of and step into the awesome power of who they really are. I'm the Selfless Syndrome Mentor, a board-certified women's health and leadership coach and alternative medicine practitioner. I'm a wife, mom, and stepmom to four boys and a furball, and I'm the founder of a rapidly growing women-centered coaching business. Stick around because on this show, you'll learn how to create the life, body, and career you've always dreamed of without having to sacrifice who you really are. Let's go. Do you have an area of your life where you struggle to just be yourself, to feel like you're really truly being who you are? This could be in a career, it could be in a relationship, it could be elsewhere, but you know, it's those areas of life where we feel like we're trying to live up to someone else's standards or expectations, or we're not free to do things the way that we actually want to do them, or we feel like we have to do some things a certain way. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, and today we're going to really dive into this in a much deeper way, ideally with my dog not barking through the entire thing. And this is coming off of, you know, both a group call that I had with um, my clients. We, we have a couple group calls during the week, as well as a retreat that I was in myself over the weekend that really had me looking hard at this and, and had us having this conversation. You know, in, in our group call, we were discussing, like, particularly in our roles in the workplace, whether it's in corporate or as a business owner or, you know, just in leadership roles in general through volunteer or any of that kind of stuff where, it can be challenging when, especially when we're in roles that have traditionally be, been held by males to really show up authentically as ourselves, like fully embodied as females. And I'm, I'm not sharing this to, you know, get into like a feminist discussion or anything like that. But, you know, I think the more that we have entered the workplace as women and our, our roles have evolved and, you know, we, we have, we're not truly equal because of how pay is structured and a bunch of other stuff, but, you know, we've evolved in a lot of ways, but it's like, we're stuck in this mold that is very patriarchal. It's, it's driven by, you know, a male dominated sphere. And so a lot of times we can be left feeling like we can't really just be ourselves or we have to live up to some standard. Right. And so I was in this retreat this weekend that was actually all about looking at, um, what's called patriarchal patriarchy stress disorder. And I've had um, the woman who who leads it and is kind of the author and brainchild thinker of, of like, this is her baby, her, her brainchild is that term. Um, and I actually had her on the show. So I'll, I'll put a link to her interview in the show notes as well, if it interests you to kind of listen to just her, her take on these things. But, you know, we were getting into like the trauma that comes with a patriarchal system of society, one that has been male dominated. And this can be like generations back. It doesn't just have to be us, right? Like a lot has changed, but sometimes we have this inner programming subconscious stuff that is designed to keep us safe, but is based on old world ideals and don't really apply anymore. But in, in the process of that, you know, and we'd also had this discussion in my group right before I did all this 
work in this this retreat, you know, just talking about the frustration with like, if you are a strong woman in a leadership role, you know, you're called a bitch. If you, so you can't be too, too strong. You can't, can't be like the men, but you also can't be, you know, too soft of a woman. And it's like this weird place. I have another client who's dealing with, like, she's moved up into a very high level leadership position in her organization in the last year. And she runs up against that. It's like, she can't, she doesn't have freedom to just be herself because she's too direct or she's not direct enough. It's like, there's, there's no happy medium. And I'm not saying that, you know, we don't all have the opportunity to grow, especially as we move into leadership roles and whatnot. And there, what I think we're missing is permission to be creative and really like be in the, have the opportunity to create what that looks like for us and what that is for us. So I'm going to use my own example to just kind of illustrate this and take, take from it what what is valuable and, and leave the rest. But, you know, all, all of you who listen to the show or if you've been around for any period of time know that I originally was a chiropractor and I spent about a decade in that, that position, that role. I built a huge practice. Um, you know, we, not many chiropractic practices reaches the level that mine was at, which is something I didn't acknowledge for a long time. But, you know, I had 12 staff, seven providers, five support staff, and we build well over six, seven figures a year and collected just shy of that because of how the insurance world works. But, you know, in that role, there was a lot that I had to learn, a lot that was really challenging. I got walked all over a lot. I don't have the natural personality that like the male world says, you know, is a, a good functioning like CEO type personality, right? I tried to please everybody and was very much, you know, doing things in a way that was focused on everyone else and not so much on what I actually needed. And I've, I've shared that. And what I didn't recognize that really came out of this retreat that I was in. One of the things that we talked about is that we, you, me, each of us are our resource for time and money. I'm going to say that again. You are your resource for time and money. And these are two areas where we consistently, and I mean collectively, we like everyone in the world, but a lot of women have a lot of scarcity around it. And, you know, there's never enough time or there's never enough money. And we're always like putting that resource in other things or allowing other people to dictate that resource. And that's actually a form of trauma. Like trauma is any time that we feel disempowered or like we don't have a choice, right? And so I had this realization that, you know, I I, I have loved the chiropractic profession. I embodied it in like, probably an unhealthy way for a long time. And there's, there's an identity conversation in there that we can have too, but it was very much driven by like, you know, what a successful chiropractic practice looked like had these parameters around time specifically, you know, money as well, just being wrapped up in the gamut of the insurance world. But the time piece was the one that really got to me. And I realized how much trauma I had around that because I was very much every, you know, business coach I had and, and mentor that I followed in, in that world, I were all male, but also it was like, you know, shorten your appointment times. And, you know, you, you have to be open these hours and you have to work this late and you have to do trade shows and you have to, like, there was all these things that you had to do. And I hated most of them. <laughs> and I was, you know, I started my business when my son was six weeks old. He was, his adjusted age was only one week. 
And so he grew up in this environment, but like I was always working and we were always at the office and I set it up. So like that was comfortable, but either he was with a nanny or he was with me there. And like, that was just the construct of that. And I didn't see a way out. It was like, you know, you, you shortened your appointment times because time is money and you, you know, build insurance because that's just the model that worked, you know, where I was, we hadn't reached the point with a lot of the rest of the countries at, um, and we reached a couple of years ago now, but where insurance wasn't really covering chiropractic that well. So it still was when I first opened my practice. And so we were stuck in these models. And I just had this moment of like clarity and working through this of how freaking traumatic that actually was and how much I had been carrying that and even carrying it into, you know, business that I do now, much less so, but it was like, I wasn't even aware of it. Like I was aware of the physical trauma that happened to my body with my wrists getting torn to shreds and all that, but I really hadn't equated how much of just the business model itself and what was expected of me and what role I was trying to fill. You know, I felt like I grew a lot and, and did a lot in terms of, you know, empower, being empowered in how I led. And I, I really created like a team and we had a great kind of family atmosphere. The culture was really, really great for many, many years. I, I, you know, things as I shifted, that shifted and that that's okay. That's all part of the process. But it's like, I nailed that, but the rest of it was just like exhausting. And it's no wonder that I completely burnt out now or, you know, when I did, but looking at that, it was like, at first I got angry. I was just like angry at the institution and then the, at the profession even, and, you know, creating this thing that was just, it's not a life, right? It's, there's no quality of life and it's definitely like a life for a woman. No. Um, and I even did this exercise, you know, my, one of my mentors after I'd gone through, I, I've shared on here, I, I went through bankruptcy with that business, just circumstances being what they were through the pandemic and me really needing to stop doing that in general. But, um, you know, I had a coach t- challenge me to write 250 good things that came out of <laughs> out of going through that and I asked my husband for some help with it and he's like well you don't work until like eight o'clock at night anymore that's <laughs> like touche <laughs> that's a that is a very good thing and so you know I share this and just bringing this in, into context like where are you sacrificing or not living out like who you really want to be or the life that you really want to have because of some construct that says somewhere that this is what this is supposed to look like. Like who says that it has to look like that? What definition of success are we using for that? And can we just start to be okay? And we can, because I, I, I made the shift this weekend. Like I was really able to just release that. Like I said, I, I started off kind of angry and it, but not attaching anything to the anger, but just like being like, whoa, okay, I'm kind of angry about this. And that was like an unconscious thing that I didn't know was in my body. And so we were both, it was very interesting to be in this conversation about patriarchy. <laughs> well, I was at my youngest stepson's state championship football game, watching cheerleaders, <laughs> you know, football and cheerleading are like two things that I feel like really epitomize kind of the whole patriarchal system, but <laughs> this is interesting. And so I'm having, you know, I'm like listening to this conference. Well, um, watching the game and I'm just like having these like intense emotional like releases <laughs> of the football game and I'm like hey it's great it's all good um and you know yesterday this is Monday that I'm recording this so on Sunday I we were still down in Anchorage in a hotel room and like I was just exhausted I was so tired and it felt like I was just you know needing to 
release. It's like I hadn't slept in a decade is how it felt. I slept for nine hours and then I took a two hour nap and my husband and my son were like, um, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, I just can't wake up. And it was like, my body just needed that release. And, you know, so I felt a little off kilter all day yesterday. And then today it's like, I just feel clear and I can breathe. And it's like, wow, that was a lot. And so, you know, I share this kind of in, in two two ways. Like one, you know, I want you to really look at, you know, not everyone has my story and I get that, but a lot of us and those who listen to the show, like we work in, you're working and you're in leadership roles and you're, you know, a mom and a family and you, you volunteer, you do all this stuff. And so really looking at like, how are you showing up in that? Are you doing all these things because you're supposed to do them? Because like at some point it was created that you just do them that way. I think of, there's a story in a book that I've um, read before that talks about like in a certain family, it was just passed on that they always cut off the, the two ends of the ham before putting it in the oven. And someone finally was like, why do we do this? And the mom was like, I don't know. And then that's the grandma. Why do we do this? And she said, oh, my pan was too small. Right. It's like we get these traditions and these things handed down to us that at the time was like how they adapted and they just get passed on as, you know, truth. But but things change and like the pans are bigger now. Who knew? You know, and this is just a metaphor for all of us. But I really challenge you to, you know, look at your life and where are you stifling yourself and maybe carrying weight. Like a lot of the things that I, you know, bring a lot of women to me is low energy. Like, do you know how much? energy was tied up in that just like oppressive like oh it has to look a certain way my time is not my own and like the scarcity around time and money but the, the time one was the one that really stuck out to me and just like that release is like holy crap I don't normally swear on this show so I won't but you know holy s word um so it's been really intense and cool so that that's that's the first is just like looking at your own life there and the second is you know I've shared a little bit about kind of how I've evolved, especially over the last year. And it's not like I don't still do things with nutritional healing and like the physical side of healing, but this, these conversations, this kind of work (laughs) is the stuff that really has become the crux of what I'm doing because this is what we need to do in order to have any success with any of the external stuff we're always trying, right? Trying the diets and the pills and all this stuff. Like we have to get clear on who we've been and who we really want to be first and like work through releasing this stuff. And so that's really where I dive in and, and work. And, you know, we do it both in a group setting and in a one-on-one setting and the group, like the community just brings such a piece to that conversation. Cause it helps us realize we're not alone, but you also get to you know know yourself and hear yourself and other women's stories and shares. So if that is something that is sounding like, you know, you can do it on your own. It takes really long. <laughs> just put it that way. And it's, it's hard to really, see like I only saw that perspective and was able to see that create that shift in myself over the weekend because I was in a group of women and like everyone was kind of you know going through this stuff and and sharing and another you know another shift for me was around I recognized like just ancestrally I have Dr. Valerie Rain is, is who is the kind of leader of, of doing the work in this particular way so she calls them prison guards but you know I have this story that runs in this, again, in my subconscious, that has to do with it not being safe to be an independent woman. And yet I have lived my whole life, like being like, I'm a 
independent woman and blah, blah, blah. But those two things are at war with me, like themselves. So I am at war with the old programming that's like, oh, no, that's not safe. And so it's, it looks like self-sabotage and like, you know, only getting to a certain point and then crashing and burning and just so much energy. Like if you think about that, like going on in your own body and how much energy and stress and like all consuming that can be, even with us, us necessarily being aware of it. So, you know, unpacking, uncovering these things in community is so, cause I wouldn't have been able to name that. I guess that's what I was getting, getting at. Like someone said, you know, they had a issue with independence and also visibility. That's another one that runs rampant for women. Um, but you know, you need the group to community that aspect to really, it, it expands and accelerates the process astronomically. So as I was getting to very long windedly, like, <laughs> you know, if this kind of work, if doing, you know, this internal work, if you're recognizing yourself and things that I'm sharing, if you're looking for that support to really go deep and go inside and not be so focused on like, I need to eat a certain way. And especially if you feel like you've done all that, like physical, you know, functional medicine stuff, and you're still stuck. This is where I want to meet you and come alongside you and partner with you and really help guide you through the process in a safe container to do the work that's going to get you to the other side. So if that sounds like you, I don't have a sales page created. I don't have any of that stuff set up yet. So just shoot me an email, dralex at emergentwomencoaching.com. All that'll happen from there is we'll have a conversation and figure out if, you know, how I do things is a fit for where you're at and where you want to be. And we'll go from there. But that I just want to, you know, share that invitation is there. And this is the work that really lights me up and makes me excited. And that I want to, you know, bring to you and partner with you when you are ready. So again, you can email me, dralex at emergentwomencoaching.com. It's in the show notes as well if you need a link to click. And with that, that was a lot. And I got really excited sharing that. So hopefully this served you and we will see you next week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Selfless Syndrome Show. I truly couldn't make this show if it weren't for you, my amazing, lovely, and loyal listener. I so appreciate the emails, the shoutouts, the shares, and the reviews, all of which inspire me and motivate me to keep coming back to the mic week after week in order to provide high-quality content that helps you find that elusive thing called balance and really build the life, career, and body you are worthy of. I have one little request. If you have benefited from this show in any way, I would so appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and review the show. You can leave a five-star review, leave an honest review. This really helps us get in front of more amazing listeners just like you and keep growing our mission to help women leaders around the world build the life, career, and body they are worthy of.